Hello, welcome to the season finale of SG Explained Season 2. This is Rovek. Hey, and this is Alia. Great to have you guys with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, this is episode 20 of season 2. And, you know, together with this episode, we've actually produced 40 episodes up to this day. That's pretty crazy if you think about it. Wow, yeah, that's that's a lot. <laughs> okay, like, I have to be very, very honest. I've only been around for like maybe less than half of these episodes. <laughs> I've only missed out on one. So I think out of the 40, I've been there for 39. Which which episode was that? Okay, so it had to be me and Willie, right? For that episode. Yeah. Singapore Underwater. Oh, Singapore guys, Underwater. Okay, yeah. Yeah, where you guys talked about like what it would look like if Singapore became like flooded. Right, 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 right. We talked about like yeah, the reservoirs and, and whatnot. That's that's right. But no, I, I do enjoy being part of every episode. Premise of this show for me was, you know, I had just come back from overseas and there was a lot about Singapore that I didn't know. So to me, this was really a way to bring other people on that journey of learning more about Singapore, learning more about my identity here in Singapore. I think one of the best parts about this is, I mean, to this very day, every time we're thinking about topics uh, to write about, you know, topics that we want to share with the listeners, it's always been um, a journey. You know, it's not just like all the knowledge in my head and just put it on, on the plate, right? There's partial like 50-50, 50% is stuff I already know, and then 50% is enhanced from the research and somehow we managed to, to pull together some pretty informative lessons, I think. For those of you who haven't heard our season one review, we do this really as a way to look back at the season. I think Elliot and I are very, we try to be, we try to be thoughtful people. And so this is a way for us to reflect and review and also, you know, maybe tease on what season three could look like so that, so that you guys would be excited together with us. I thought we would start by looking at our top three episodes for this season there was actually a lot of work that went into some of these episodes and i you know reflecting back on them i'm very proud of the work that you me and for a period willie so so our top episode is talking about racism and this came about after the yeah so this was after the in the nets the nets epay uh, advertisement where we had dennis chu doing the brown face saga yeah yeah so so we we felt like we needed to talk about it in a way that reflected not just the current sentiment on the ground, which was, you know, very hot after the Ipe saga, but also a wider and broader discussion about some of the systemic things that actually brought us to this point and may carry us forward as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I think one of the interesting things about that was uh, the amount of, I mean, at least for us, right, the amount of discussion we had beforehand to decide, like, how we wanted to tackle the episode. Sensitive topics are very, very difficult for any media to, I think, tackle, right, from a creative standpoint. Just to share some behind-the-scenes stuff, I think Willie, Rovick, and I spent pretty much a good afternoon talking about how we wanted to approach this, why we felt the importance of doing this, and, like, what waters to kind of tread. But our normal preparation for this is Elliot and I will normally do research for the episode maybe one of the days before, and we'll put it down on a Word doc and then we'll kind of go through it during the episode itself and we'll have banter and commentary in between. For the racism episode, that was the first time where we actually met and talked about the episode 
without actually recording anything. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Clarification, clarification is that we usually do meet, okay? Like, Rofi and I are not, like, just internet friends. Right, right, right. Pre-COVID, we met, we, we hung out, and then we, we took time out of our schedules and said, okay, this is something we need to discuss uh, pretty thoroughly. And then we had, like, whiteboard, and, you know, like, it was, like, uh, all those, like, NFL gameplays kind of thing, and so drawing, like, graphs. And- a lot of us were still, like, thinking about it. It was still very fresh. I think a lot of us had had different experiences, and we wanted to allow those experiences to shape the episode but at the same time we wanted to make sure that we were saying something that could influence or could connect with people and not just confuse people because that was what was happening a lot of confusion a lot of people just shouting in the media sphere and we really wanted to do something different by creating the content that we were creating so coming together to create something cohesive something that we you know as as three of the creators could say like hey let's have this discussion amongst ourselves first if we can have those conversations amongst ourselves it's probably easier to share those experiences with other people you know at that point in time that was a very hot debate and i don't even think we saw eye to eye on everything pre-covid we would actually record everything uh, on facebook live and we would so everyone will get to see us record. I think we, we did enjoy that level of engagement with the people who kind of like straddled into our live room and like would ask us questions along the way. But we would we would normally record everything live and then we would have engagements. And then the way we used to do our podcast is that we would just rip the audio and then put it online for people to listen. So especially season one listeners, you will know that our audio was not edited in any way. For this episode, we spent a lot of time thinking about it and then we finally decided not to record it live. So this was actually the first non-live episode that we had ever done. We recorded it completely and then we just put it up on Facebook as a live video. You know, sometimes when, when we're recording podcasts, right, and your mouth just rambles on and on. <laughs> so, like, we had to make sure that everything that we were going to put up there, we were go- fully going to endorse. The good thing was that we didn't have to cut anything up. So, actually, the episode that people saw was the full recording. It was definitely after all the preparation that we had done, but the conversation was genuine and it came uh, free-flowing. And that was what we put up. You know, I'm definitely very proud of that episode. Our next top episode it's ghosts in singapore oh nice nice this was the first episode of season two actually it was after we had taken our first break and i remember when i pitched this idea to elliot in my mind i was just thinking let's try to do a balance of like fun episodes and then some serious ones right Uh, and so we just heard about racism which is a very heavy and difficult topic but then ghosts in singapore was definitely a way for us to like also explore the lighter side of Singapore. I think all the people who who gave me some who gave me at least some level of feedback about the ghost episode thought it was very enjoyable. Uh, I remember one thing that I uh, thought was very fun, and maybe I'll do again, is the dramatic reading of some of these ghost oh, stories. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm you know me, I'm a man of the theater, so like the dramatic reading of. Any sort of fiction, or in this case, you know, semi-fiction, who knows? You're up to your own beliefs on this. Uh, it was it was thoroughly enjoyable. The next thing we need to do is put, like, ambient sounds, you know, to, like, add to the atmosphere. Yeah, we should definitely see if we can actually enhance the production value and try putting in some sound effects. It, that also reminded me of the poetry episode that we did, where we had you and Ajay. And I, I really, really, really enjoyed the poetry readings like it, it was also different it was something that we were trying out and i think the fact that you and ajay were able to really lend your soul and character to the readings was i i, I thought it was great 
No, thanks, man. I actually, I mean, poetry's always been very close to my heart. So uh, you guys can check out that episode if you haven't just yet. It's uh, really chock full of uh, local poetry, right? The whole idea was how does local poetry evolve, um, where we are now at the moment with it. There's a very robust scene, and if you are ever interested in some form of the arts here in Singapore, I implore you to go and check it out. The next top episode, which is basically the third top episode, is the Singapore Airlines episode. And this was right after a lot of the COVID-19 saga. I think one of the things about producing season two was definitely that we were producing this in a time of COVID-19, right? So like, it's almost become something we've just accepted as a background environment. But actually, it's a very profound thing because Elliot and I and, you know, Willie as well, we would actually meet up in the Hidden Good studio. We would sit down together. We would have that visual cue to talk to one another. And... With COVID-19, we all kind of had to record things over the internet. Elliot and I are currently talking over Zencaster, which is an online podcast recording software. But we're not seeing each other's faces. We're just hearing each other's voices. And I think that's kind of been how it's been for the last, like, six months. You know, I'm, I, I do miss you, Elliot. It's been a hey, while. Hey, same, dude. I miss, <laughs> I miss eating food <laughs> with you. We did do a number of food episodes this season as well. Yes, this season actually was pretty was pretty food, food, food-centric. <laughs> we did chicken rice which was quite a fun one. It was really supposed to be, in some ways, a sequel to the Luxa episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spiritual successor was uh, Chicken Rice Wars. Um, we did the uh, Hawker Culture one. Yeah. yeah. And also we had, I mean, slightly about food, the McDonald's Hello Kitty craze one. I thought that was a super funny episode to produce. I really, it was surprising because I thought I wasn't going to learn much about Singapore, but I learned so much about Singapore from that one phenomena. <laughs> so how the McDonald's Hello Kitty craze one um, started as an idea was because, you know, I love the, <laughs> I love McDonald's and you know how they always have seasonal food, right? So I thought, hey, why don't I do an episode that kind of like charts all the, the trends that they've, they've followed on. But then I thought, but that isn't like the most prominent thing that McDonald's has ever done in Singapore. Like, where SG explained, right? So we want to talk a bit about the cultural significance of said phenomena. So before I wanted to jump to the burger thing, I, I told myself, let's do the Hello Kitty craze first because there is a lot of depth to it. Elliot, I'm curious, you know, out of season two, what is, in your opinion, the most underrated episode? The, the soccer in Singapore one? Yeah, like... I learned a lot from that episode in terms of passion and having a, a guest on. I think that was one of the most informative ones I could we could gather. And this was pre-COVID, right? So it was very nice to be able to meet up with our guests. That's, that's really cool. I, I thought Justin was a great guest as well. I personally valued his candidness. A lot of times, Singaporeans... I, and maybe not just Singaporeans, but people in general are scared about talking about some of the organizations that they're in and being critical about it while still showing that they love the sport, that they love the institution. They'll be critical out of out of love and out of passion. And I think Justin did a very good job of like talking about some of the realities on the ground while ultimately reassuring us that soccer had a future in Singapore. I think that was something that I was surprised to walk away with. He was saying stuff like, for example, it's hard for people to build a career. It's hard for people to to see talent being developed. But at the end of the episode, I still felt like, you know, with people like him, maybe there is a future where soccer could be something that people do as a full-time job. How about you, Rovik? Like, what, what what episode do you think was the most underrated? I thought the Raffles episode was actually one of my favorites. In my mind, this was a sequel to pre-colonial Singapore. 
right? Because I think there are a lot of important chapters in Singapore's history. I'm a I'm a history buff. I love knowing about what happened really as a way to understand not just our identity, but also to peel back on who dominated our narrative, right? Like who's been influencing it, who's been shaping it, and to kind of peel it back and say like, you know, is this the best person to tell our story? Uh, what about other voices that may have been shut out or may have not, never been given a platform? With pre-colonial Singapore, we you know, debunked a lot of the identity issues that Singaporeans have where they were like, oh, we're a young country, you know, we don't have much to build off of. But actually we have, you know, as a, as a geographical location and as even a social polity of sorts, we've actually had a much longer trajectory. And then when you put in raffles into the picture, the, the raffles episode, actually what you find out is that raffles did not really necessarily enhance things. Uh, he kind of just interjected. Right, he in, he interjected into an ongoing trajectory. He really just, out of a lot of self-serving desires, did did what he did for Singapore. There were outcomes, and a lot of it has been the country that we know today. But a lot of it also assumes that without him, we would not have been a successful economy of our own. And I don't think that's the case. Right, I think when you put the pre-colonial episode with the Raffles episode together, actually you start to see a picture that some of these dominant narratives that we have in Singapore may not be completely reliable. I mean, I learned a lot from that episode, so... I I think one thing that we should talk about uh, that's kind of been implied throughout the whole season is where did Willie go, (laughs) right? So we talked about it at some point, I think. Essentially, Willie has been an important part of this show, especially in season one when he really took up the mantle to help me do this. I, again, I wanted to do this as a way to learn more about Singapore, and I wanted a good friend to talk about these things with. Willie's a super busy guy. You know, he's the CEO of a, of a huge company. And and it's not that Elliot and I are not busy, but, you know... <laughs> we're, just not, we're just not CEOs of huge companies. That's that's the difference. I think that, that is a key difference. And so for him to, like, give us the time to do that, as well as having, you know, two kids, it was really a great commitment on his part. I think at a certain point, especially as uh, his business was scaling, and then now, especially with COVID, I can totally imagine even more so. He was like, okay, like, you know, let me prioritize. And I think that was an honest conversation that we had where we said, this has always been something that we want to do with the time that we have. And if you don't have that time, then completely fine. This this really allows us to build our own dynamic. Uh, and, and I think we've really grown that over the last few episodes. I think I add like a little bit of... <sighs> crass humor to this podcast <laughs> everyone is very intellectual on this podcast so i need to add something that's a bit more sh- shall i say uh dumbassery that's that's me yeah what what i find funny about what you say what you said is that elliot is one of the most intellectual guys i know <laughs> that's that's too kind already that's too kind already yeah but you're right there's definitely a lot more laughter on this show with you around. One thing I do miss about Willie is that Willie and I definitely had very different opinions. And I feel like Elliot and I, we we align on a lot of principles. I think we, we still debate on some of the, the manifestations or some of the applications. But I think our principles and values are very well aligned. With Willie, we, we have common values and principles. I think we both want to see a better Singapore. But the ways in which we get there, I think we also have different views. And I think you would notice this in season one. There was definitely a, a lot more passive positioning. So I would say something and then Willie will be like, hmm, well, why do you think that they would do this? And I'd be like, 
are you trying to like <laughs> like it's the poke it's the poke and prod yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah i do miss it i i felt like i was growing my perspective yeah yeah he definitely had more conservative values that i love to you know i love prying about that i love talking a bit about the ways in which we see the world different is where we can actually find the harmony you know and find unison so that's something hey willie if you're listening right you better come back one day and like come share some of your conservative views with us okay i also wanted to talk about our guests i think this season, we had a lot of great guests, and I was very, very pleased by the range of perspectives that we had. So, of course, we had Justin for the soccer episode. Uh, when we did art, we had Deborah from Chan Hori Contemporary Gallery. Yes. When we did the gig economy, we had Audrey, who is self-employed, you know, voice personality and all-rounder. For the poetry scene, we had Ajay who was in the slam poetry scene. And then finally for raffles, we had my good friend Ben stand in. And I thought that was a really good range of like just different voices, different personalities, people who could really lend some of their expertise. Because, you know, Elliot and I were not experts on everything. We're experts in a lot of things, though, to be fair. We're experts in a lot of things, just not everything, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, so, so really bringing in these people allowed us to not only learn more, but also, I think it's it's useful to spice up our relationship once in a while, Elliot. You know. Yeah, bring a third person in. I I, I dig that. Dude. As a as someone who is pre liberal, I I totally dig that. But I want I want to do more guests. So I, I think this is a it's a good segue to think about season three. One of the things that I want to do, I want to add to our wish list, is to really bring in more high caliber guests. And I think the way to do that is twofold. The first is to be more ambitious with our topics. So there are topics that you and I probably haven't touched because it's just completely out of our domain. But, you know, let's put that on the list and let's find people who we can talk to about it. And let's find experts who can really lend their voices. Two, two kinds of people I want to bring. The first is, you know, industry experts. I'm just thinking one of the episodes I want to do is one on the cocktail scene in Singapore. It's a very young scene. It's very emergent. But I, actually, there are a lot of industry pioneers. We have a lot of like big players, actually. People who've won like international competitions um, and, and, and stuff. So so I, I want to bring some of those on board. I also want to interview uh, maybe academics. I think there would be... In one of my favorite parts about listening to some of the podcasts from the US are the podcasts where they actually bring in an academic who's done a lot of the research, who knows the data and who can actually give us that perspective. Uh, and the other kind of episode was, this was your idea, Elliot, which was the ones on, you know, very tawny and, and difficult topics. You know, what, what, what were you thinking with those? One of the things which we kind of struggle here, as you explained, is, uh, you know, looking at very recent topics, things which have happened in the past couple of years, uh, it might still be fresh in some of our minds and some of the conversations might still be ongoing. Uh, let me just give a quick example if that's okay. Um, so let's say we wanted to talk a bit about the cases in NUS recently, you know, about sexual harassment and, uh, you know, the people who have perpetrated the kind of responses that the institutions have given, the kind of responses that netizens have given. Uh, these are conversations which are not easy for anyone to talk about, let alone uh, two guys hosting a podcast. You know what I mean? Uh, so we thought that would be a nice time to invite guests, people who have some form of critical opinion, uh, some people who maybe, you know, maybe have to do with law or maybe work in institutions and who can give a 
perspective that we are not privy to. I think it's it's a good time to have a, a forum to discuss certain things and for us as individuals to kind of reflect about the situation that we're in. Uh, while I know that might not necessarily be like an easy thing, it does mean a lot more research, a lot more prep time, a lot more conscientiousness of what we might say and you know, there's always the possibility and the fear of stepping on toes. Uh, I think it will be a good direction that we could actually take for the next season. Yeah, I love that. I think, you know, we've we've kind of accidentally done some of these with the racism episode and with actually the gig economy. I was a bit nervous about doing an episode because there's actually not a very strong body of work on the gig economy. And so that's why when I brought Audrey on board, it was very helpful to have her share some of her perspectives. And in a lot of ways, we were basically starting to add to that body of knowledge, right, by, by shaping the conversation. I think that's uh, that's a, a general forecast for what we want to create uh, come season three. When do you think we're coming back? Uh? So we want to take a two-month break, so August and September, and we're planning to come back in October. If you guys have ideas of what should be our first few set of topics... <laughs> Of course, our uh, Facebook and Instagrams and, you know, for our personal Twitters also uh, are completely open the whole time. We're not shutting those down. So feel free to message us and let us know what you'd like us to talk about. I also wanted to say that so far, this has been an Elliot and I project, especially for the later part of season two. But if you've listened to this show and you actually see yourself vibing and resonating with the intention, with the content, with uh, the formats, then, and you want to be a part of it, actually, we're open. We're open to expanding our team and we're open to working with more people. Uh, we do need producers. We do need content writers. And especially as we're engaging some of these experts and guests, you know, we would want people to help us arrange some of those conversations and facilitate them as well. So if you are interested, if you think that this is something that you want to do purely out of passion, feel free to reach out. We would love to have a chat and see how we can work together. In fact, if you're a key person of interest, let's say you do something really interesting uh, in the context of Singapore, uh, drop us a drop us a nice little text and maybe you know we could have an episode that centers around uh, what you do. Yeah, so you can tweet us uh, or find us on Instagram. I will give my Twitter. My Twitter is at Rovic the Dreamer. All my platforms, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter uh, at 32 chances. So 32, the numerals 32, uh, C H A N C E S. Awesome. Well, this was really good. I'm, I'm very proud of our season two. I'm very happy that we managed to publish a good number of episodes across a wide range of topics. And I'm also looking at the podcasting scene in Singapore and in Southeast Asia. It's growing. I'm seeing a lot more people doing podcasts. I see a lot more people, you know, really putting their voice out there and, and uh, creating a platform. And I think that's great. I also think just a general observation that a lot of them tend to be just banter style, like talking about recent events or recent controversies, like, for example, Siashwes, cancel culture, saga. I think those are also useful for the ecosystem, but this podcast really tries to do something different, really tries to add to the conversation uh, in a very sustainable and long-term way. So I think I, I'm really proud of, of, of the fact that we are different and that we are committed to being different. Yeah. I, I like that too. Again, messages, if you have any ideas, we would love to keep in touch. And, you know, to all our loyal and dedicated listeners, we really appreciate you. Thank you for being with us since the very beginning. We will see you in season three.